Works will not save you, but faith produces works. Welcome to the Gathered Podcast. Christianity is an act of faith. Last week, we talked about how apathy can negatively affect your life. Continuing this thread of thinking, we now turn our attention to our faith. When we call ourselves Christians, we are indicating that we follow Jesus. The operative word here is follow. We see where Christ is guiding us through his teachings, and we put those teachings into practice. Ours is, then, an active faith. Let's take a look at what Jesus said. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe in him. Matthew chapter 21 verses 28 through 32. The son who was willing to act was the son who did his father's will, even though he refused at first. This parable gives us insight into what Jesus expects of our faith. It is good to listen, to read, and to take to heart. It is good to do these passive things. However, Jesus asks for action. He asks us to put these things into practice. It is why the New Testament authors urged people to fight and race, as we discussed last week. Again, I say that our faith is active. It is not enough to be hearers of the word. We have to be doers of it as well. Not because our works will save us, or because we have to earn our salvation. Neither of these are true. But if we do not put our faith into practice, what good will it do for us? If Christ asks us to renounce our sin, our vices, and that which holds us back, it does us no good to recognize what those things are and then do nothing about them. James chapter 1 verse 22. In another parable, Jesus said, Therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 27. There is a misconception that the kingdom of God will come to us. This is not what Jesus preached. What Jesus preached is that he established the kingdom, and we were to go out and make it so in our lives and on earth. That is why he said, go and make disciples of all nations, Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. So we turn our attention to the self, to us. We are all expecting a miracle, a blessing, or an answer. But these things do not come magically. 
The miracle, the blessing, and the answer first come through actionable faith. When Jesus healed, he did not just heal people as he walked. He talked to the afflicted, and once the afflicted believed, they were healed. That is the beauty of our relationship with Christ. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will be opened to you. If you ask, you shall receive. Matthew chapter 7 verses 6 through 8. But you have to seek. You have to knock. You have to ask. I am of the belief that Christianity is about struggle. It is about the internal struggle, which I often talk about here, with the darkest parts of us. The struggle with acting justly and righteously in a world full of injustice, unfairness, and wickedness. The hope lies in that Jesus can make a difference without and within. But at no moment should we expect God to do it all. I give you this example from the Old Testament. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Psalm 37 verse 7 This verse may seem to contradict what I just said, for it seemingly indicates that we should not do anything. But I read it differently. I read it as a caution against hasty action. The act of being still here is still an action. It requires strength to be patient and wait. Notice that the comparison here almost indicates that the wicked rush headlong into their schemes. But we are called to actively wait, to fight the urge to follow the schemes of the wicked. What God asks of us is that we put into practice our faith. When we practice our faith, it becomes real, practical, and not theoretical. As a person who is fascinated by theology, I know that it alone cannot save, just like acting hastily without purpose cannot save. But what God has demanded of us here, today, is that we must put into practice what we believe. If you believe in prayer, then pray. If you believe in miracles, then seek those miracles. If you believe, then act like you believe. Simply put, faith alone saves, but faith without works, belief without action, is dead. Let us close with these words from the book of James. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and set them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith 
without deeds is dead. James chapter 2 verses 14 through 25. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Pastor Elvis, and we'll talk again soon.